Hello there. We're back with another episode of the Coach Mac Podcast. The Chippewas are nearly halfway through spring ball. They've completed six of their 15 practices. We get an update on how things are going and what Coach Mac thinks so far. Our guest this week is another new CMU assistant. It's defensive line coach Jesse Williams. Thanks for listening to another episode and hope you enjoy. All right, well, a week in the books, and we're back at it. You just completed the uh, sixth spring practice and, most importantly, made time for another Coach Mac podcast episode. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I uh, you know, I just got wind of the numbers. I, I'm really excited about all the people that, that uh, you know, choose to tune in and, and listen to us. That, that's awesome. I, I um, you know, just think it's great that, that – uh, you know those loyal chip fans out there, and and, and the interest—that uh, that's really exciting. Yeah, I was telling you. I I know you said last week for all the 13 listeners. <laughs> uh, now we put this out on a couple different platforms. You can get it on the Apple Podcast app. You can of course listen back on cmuchipwaz.com. So I just got the numbers. Yeah, but you tell me the numbers, and and now I'm hearing what they are. <laughs> now I've got to watch my language. You know because <laughs> I, you know I mean, but. Uh, no, I just I think it's fantastic. You know the 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 listeners. I I just want to say thank you for taking the time and and uh, putting you and I uh, in their ear. Absolutely, people love Central Michigan. People love Central Michigan football. Two hundred and twenty people played it on cmuchipwas.com, and fifty people downloaded it so they didn't just listen but they they saved it for later to come back and maybe listen again. Yeah, and uh, you know what I. I hope it, it might be one of those things. Maybe it's something people are playing before they get to go to bed so they can fall asleep easy. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I don't know what it is, but it's sure great. I mean, not, uh, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I make fun of the 13 listeners, but I, but I have had great feedback from people, and I really do appreciate the people tuning us in and, and uh, listening to what we got going. Well, right now you've got spring ball going, and we yeah. mentioned it, six practices. It's crazy to think, right, because I feel like you guys just started and you're almost to the halfway point already. <clears throat> yeah, we are, and, and uh, it's been great. We've been able to get outside a couple days, and, and uh, that's one of the good things about pushing it back like we did. We're, we're able to get uh, some weather where we can – you know, see what we have, not only, you know, getting outside and, and, and pitching and catching, but more importantly, I think, you know, our specialists. We're, we're going to bring some new specialists into the fold. We'll have a new punter, new kickers, um, you know, new holder, all those type of things. And and uh, being able to get those guys out and, and working outside, you know, with everybody around and, and the, the full piece of it I think is really important. As well as obviously, you know, we had our issues last year just trying to catch punts. So being able to do that uh, and develop some some people in those spots, I think it's really important. I know the last time we did this last week, it was uh, there were no pads. It was just kind of everybody was going through. Uh, but now you've seen some pads. Yeah. How's it yeah. been? You know, it's been good. And, and, you know, it goes back and forth. You know, you, you, you know, as 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 a coach, you. You know, obviously, I kind of lean on the offensive side. I love the defense. Don't get me wrong, because if they don't score, you got a chance to win. So I do everything I can to give those guys uh, the greatest opportunity to be successful. But you know, you 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 come off the field, and you know, it it's been good back and forth. You know, we've had good days on on both sides of the ball. Um, I think our install's been. I'm really happy with how we've gotten together and 
in you know working fundamentals we aren't trying to scheme each other but seeing if some guys can can you know get their second step on the ground see if we can block and see if we can thud up and and be in the right position uh to make plays on defense and and that overall has been pretty good i've been happy with the way we're handling blitz um you know offensively we're 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 you know pretty aggressive on defense and doing some things there so Seeing the young guys pick that up and the and the quarterbacks handle it, uh, I, I've been pretty happy with it. There's, as we mentioned last week, so many new players uh, that are just trying to get involved with this team and obviously get the plays down and everything like that. Are are you seeing the the guys adapt at a good level here? Yeah, and and we've uh, you know we've had some surprises, uh, some guys that have grown up, which you know we we obviously need. Um, you know, I think six practices in, they've, they've done a good job. We'll see when we get a couple scrimmages still left and, and get an opportunity to kind of, you know, play the game where the coaches aren't on the field. You know, they're on the sideline in the press box uh, doing those type of things and, and letting the guys play. And I think that's really where we're at next step is now to kind of get them out there, you know, get, get the coaches off, um, call a game, uh, make it as game-like as possible, but then just see how they react, you know, when, when somebody's not there, you know, in their ear every second, and, and that'll be good. We'll we'll see good things. We'll see things that we'll need to get corrected, and, and we'll be looking forward to doing that here, um, you know, for two really good scrimmages. Your six practices into a brand-new team, is, is there something, as you mentioned, sometimes the defense wins, sometimes the offense wins. Is there something that you look for to know, hey, we're on the right trajectory? Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things really is, is not as much, you know, actually uh, the results, but really the attitude towards the practice, the attitude towards each individual rep. Those are the things, you know, I felt – you know, a, a year ago, I really felt at times, you know, I wasn't quite sure that everybody was uh, all in it together, I guess is what I'm getting at a little bit. And, and uh, you know, that's natural. It's my responsibility to make sure that we're all in it together. But I see a lot of guys helping each other, coaching each other, even, you know, both sides of the ball as they're competing every single day against each other you know, hey, this that was good, or, you know, hey, maybe do this. This is what I'm looking for, you know, that kind of thing. So I think I, I've, I've seen the team come together, and, and that's something that uh, I really wanted to see accomplished this spring. The other thing with a brand-new team is developing new team leaders. Yeah. Too yeah. early for that, or are you seeing some signs of yeah, guys stepping no, up? Yeah, we, no, we, we are. You know, Trey Jones defensively, I'm just so, so proud and so happy with – you know, what he's done and, and you know, developed into. And the fact he stayed with us <laughs> is uh, um, something that, that I'm really excited about. But, uh, you know, on defense between him and, and Kyle Moretti and Whiteside, you know, uh, Robbie Stewart, who's back, you know, for his, you know, 19th year or whatever it is now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, kind of to see those guys take the voice, you know, defensively and then, on offense, seeing those quarterbacks actually handle, you know, what what they're asked to handle has been really good. Um, having Keegan back, you know, in the offensive line, now he's not taking, you know, tons of reps because he's coming off that knee. But, boy, I tell you what, that gives us a great leader in the interior, which, um, you know, we, we, we really need. Uh, 
a good spark there and and uh, you know I've been I've been pretty happy with with where we're at from that standpoint Mary and Luke's um, and Miles Bailey uh, have taken huge strides and you know, I think they were in the shadows of Lou, and and deservedly so a little bit. You know, he was a great player and is a great player, um, but they can see it's their time, and you can see the hunger, and you can see the the leadership coming uh, from that running back room. I want to go back to the defensive side. I was talking with with Coach Aiky earlier today, and how'd th- that go? Uh, well, it he seemed like he had had 50 cups of coffee <laughs> per usual. I, I saw him throw his visor into the line of scrimmage in practice. Is that a normal, common occurrence? So let me ask you, what what was the travel time? Because we go ahead and <laughs> we, we actually mark it on film when it happens, and we see distance and time, and we actually have, you know, a few of those hat throws that, uh-huh. you know, have our Hall of Fame hat throws now, wow. you know. So Hall what did you fame. think of today's? Did oh, it was it? whipped in, though, very, very well done, <laughs> like a line drive. He knew right where it was going <laughs> to yes. go, right? He said it was a jubilant yeah. hat throw, though. He was it, happy at a fourth down I, I got you. All right. But he, I was talking with him, and there's a lot of pieces back. I know you lose guys like Thomas Incoom and a couple others, but there's yeah. a lot of familiar faces that got playing time last year. Yeah, no, it's – it's uh. It's good to see. I think we're a step ahead defensively. I think, um, you know, just from what you said, guys that played uh, quite a bit and a lot of uh, real snaps on that side of the ball. And although we're still young, I mean, you take a look at our linebacker core and, you know, Kyle Moretti, you know, with Justin Whiteside, these two guys are still going to be here, you know, uh, and they've got a lot of football ahead of them as Chip was, and yet um, – They've sure taken a lot of reps uh, over time. So, um, you know, when you when you look at it, you know the you know Quezzy uh, up there on the defensive line, uh, Quezzy Bristol. He he's a guy that you know has played since he was a true freshman, and and he's a guy that that I really like his attitude too up front along with Robbie inside, and and that's been good. On that defensive end note, you know, we've got some real talented guys there, and, and we've been really fortunate since I've been here to have uh, some dominant, you know, defensive ends, uh, guys that can really play the game. Um, we've got some young kids. We've got a couple that are sitting out, you know, with, with a knee and a shoulder that I'm a little disappointed we're not seeing in the spring because I think that, that they got a chance to be kind of in that next line of, of great dominant defensive ends for us but with that you know Malik has really stepped up Uh, I've been really happy with him Quindario Lee you know who ended up showing up quite a bit last year for us and uh, this guy's going to be this guy's going to be a weapon uh, once we get to league time it just always continues the riches on the defensive line and really the front seven this defense since coach Aiky got here and even before that has always been known for stopping the run and it seems like you guys have got good personnel to try and do that again this fall yeah i think you know i i like the way our defensive staff works together with gap control i mean it's so important because it's not just defeating a block you know you've got to be in your right spot so the linebacker can be in his correct spot so now the safety and or the corner based on the flip the the coverage call and the and the um you know the box fit they've all got to be on the same page and i i really like how we detail that and and it's something that over the years of doing this in a long time i've i've been really fortunate to be with um 
even as an offensive coach with with great defensive head coaches um and just to hear you know during our full staffs you know when we talk about you know the gap control piece and the importance of everybody knowing where they need to fit um you know coach Aikie and his staff do a fantastic job of that this is the most defensive football I've talked with you I think since you've been here well it's great I, I, you know you get a you kind of sometimes you get a rap like I, and, it, and it goes back to my upbringing you know coach Zorns who you know good a coaches he, he was a guy I was with for 15 years and he was a defensive head coach um I learned so much from him. I go to Cliff Heisel, who was a longtime defensive coordinator at Fresno State before he became a head coach. And, and you know, he, he again, defensive-minded. Um, you know, uh, going, you know, from there with John L. Smith, who was, again, there again, a defensive uh, head coach. Um, followed that, you know, a little stint in the Raiders. Uh, in, in at Fresno where I was, you know, with some offensive guys. But then, you know, going to Coach Saban um, at Alabama, of course, defense. Um, what you learn as an offensive guy is if your defense is sound and your defense can wrap up and tackle and get a few takeaways, it really makes offensive football easier. And, uh, you know, I kind of catch hell here that, you know, my offensive coaches, I make them second-class citizens because <laughs> I do kind of – I do probably, you know, want that defense to be dominant because it makes uh, the game so much easier. Yeah, I, I love that about you. You're you're an offensive guy, former quarterback, but also – Not a very good one. But, but you were. Yeah. You were. And uh, you, you take pride so much in the defense, but also I love that you harp on the special teams every single yeah. year. That's very important. you got to be good in all three phases, and uh, that's what makes a successful football team. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Murph does a fantastic job. We almost lost him again this year to a, a made another major, major uh, Power 5 school that, you know, um, thank God they didn't know what they were doing. So we were able to keep him, but uh, he does a fantastic job. And, and the one thing we do on special teams here is it's, yeah, Murph teaches it, coaches it, but every single coach is responsible for coaching the technique of different positions on every special team. And, you know, if if, if you want to get your ass ripped, don't coach on special teams, you know. We'll write you that one down. Make sure that, that you're on top of it during those periods because – that's an opportunity for you as a coach, too, to expose yourself to somebody outside your position group and, 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 and create relationships and, you know, all those type of things and get to know your whole team. That's why I think special teams are so important. It's unique because just as coaches, that's how players can earn their time as well by making plays no, on special teams. 100%. Trey Jones, I mean, he was a core special teams guy, Whiteside, uh, white uh, uh, Moretti, uh, all those guys, they started as core special teams guys and uh, built their way in to, to making plays. And, and we're going to see other guys that have been doing that follow in those, in those steps. Went out to spring ball today, and I was I was watching. It was good to see you. you yeah. were out there today. I didn't bring Brock with me, but I'll yeah. try and do that next time. So, so like, did you have? You probably had to set your alarm then. You I, know, I, I yeah yeah. I yeah. mean, I was surprised to see you that early. In I the get morning. up early in the morning. Oh, you know, okay. it's, it's I a got little you. bit of a long drive yeah. for me with the I lugs down there. I got to come sure. all the way up twenty seven. Okay. That football field at Ithaca. Beautiful. 
I mean, when you drive by that thing, and then somebody told me there's, and I'm probably screwing the numbers up, but there's like 27,000 people a day that drive past that stadium. Yeah. And if you look at that stadium and how beautiful it is, that tells you something about that town. I think Ithaca's mm. got to be a great town, you know, because yep. those are those impressions that you get. And you go, man, they got pride in their, their school. They got pride in their town. That is a really cool stadium. Right off the highway, very cool. You win yeah. what? What they win? 60, 70 games in a it, row? I mean, going unbelievable. Back, yeah. Just incredible. You know, uh, I, I'm a big bald eagle guy. Okay. Uh, so, right, I, I love the stadium there because if you go to the stadium and do the loop, uh-huh. there's a little, like, factory area and uh-huh. there's a little pot there's a bald eagle nest there so i watch it every time so that's like a good little hit the field and then hit the bald eagles as well man that is great that is cool yeah. i didn't realize that. i know if you're from out west so you yeah. probably see them all the time but i love yeah. seeing those things we do in fact uh it, it's um it's kind of cool being up at the lake there in montana and in uh you know when the ice starts to form i mean you want to talk about some national geographic crap here okay <laughs> When the ice starts forming, these these little birds, and I don't even know, I I should know this, but they're called coots. They're kind of, I I don't even know. They kind of look like ducks. They kind of look, I don't know, but they're coots. And they they swim in these huge piles. And these eagles start, as as they get, as they get, uh, start to get kind of frozen in, and all of a sudden the eagles come from everywhere. And my wife was telling, you know, hey, you got to come see this. And she counted over 60 eagles, both both bald and golden. Wow! Sitting on the ice, just having a heyday with these dang coots. <laughs> and I know that's kind of disgusting, but uh, it it is amazing to see. And now that I know there's an eagle's nest there, I'm going to Ithaca to go see that. You gotta go nest. see it. Yeah. I look for them every time. You go you go there. There's usually two, and you can see the nest. It's massive. And yeah. then if you go a little bit farther, there's Maple River, that like preserve there. Uh-huh. There's a nest over there as well. So I got my spots when I make that drive up from Lansing. So here's a crazy thing. So we've got a huge nest that sits on our property at the top of one of these tall pines. And, and uh, you know, it's an osprey's nest. Mm-hmm. Well, the ospreys leave. The eagles come and take it. But here's what kind of blows me away. When the osprey come back, they beat the heck out of the eagles. <laughs> really? And send them out of the nest. And so the, the osprey's there, and I'm sitting there. This is our national bird you know <laughs> getting beat up by an osprey i, I just we i don't know I, I, I get a little nervous <laughs> we got to change that yeah man oh man well there you go see we're off the rails now on the podcast but Oop. people are still gonna listen i'm sorry <laughs> that's all right i got no problem okay. with it okay. uh all of that filibustering when i was just trying to ask about your quarterbacks you know yeah so we, that's classic you know we've got some good ones <laughs> and uh I, I hope the ball flies like an eagle how's that there it is wow all right. it all comes together yeah well, can you give me can you give me one good thing you've seen from Bert, Tyler, and Jace through the first six practices? What you like from each what guy? What I like, and I hit on it earlier. I like what they're doing, stepping up, taking a leadership role. Um, that's what I like. And you know, we haven't had a lot of just true move the team situations. I'd be excited mm-hmm. to find out kind of how the team moves. You know, behind each one of them, uh, we still need to get some consistency in catching the football. Because yeah. they're putting the ball at places that need to be caught. And that'll be the next thing to see kind of as we move forward. Yeah, that was a big part of both the 19 and 21 teams. Uh, the wide receivers were so important. Catching, blocking. I mean, yeah. they did it all for you offensively. Yeah, and, and you know, seeing what Paul's doing with those guys, I've, I've already seen, you know, 
unbelievable advancement in that position, and I feel good about it. Very good. All right. Uh, well, who do we have today? We've got uh, another new coach coming on, right? Yeah, I think we'll bring Jesse in, our defensive line coach. We talked a little bit about the front seven. That'll be good. I'll, I'll run in here and grab him out of their defensive staff meeting, and, uh, you know, that'll that'll get Aki all round up, you know, <laughs> that he's got to kind of – so I tell him to go get another cup of coffee <laughs> while uh, we bring Jesse Williams on, and, and uh, I think the people are going to enjoy listening to Jess. All right, Coach Mack, take it away. Yeah, we've got our new defensive line coach here, Jesse. Jesse Williams, how you doing, Jess? Good, sir. You, how are you? It was it was great to see you come out of that dark film room and walk out here and look at the stadium and say, wow, there's, like, actually sun out here. I love it. I, isn't it great? I love it. Isn't it great, Can't Dad? get enough of it. Yeah, that's, and you were begging on my one-armed – my one-armed glasses. I mean, what's that all about? Very original. Yes, but you see the <laughs> but purpose. But I got the story behind it. Yeah, yes. and you see the purpose, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's good. Well, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it. We're uh, excited to have you here, and, and uh, you know, this is an opportunity. We we actually have kind of made fun of this podcast. We have about 12, 11, 13 listeners, but we actually got a heck of a group of, of uh, Chippewas out there listening, and it's an opportunity kind of for them to get to know you a little bit. And, you know, you and I go all the way back uh, again, another Eastern Washington, uh, you know, for, for a brief stint, but knowing you for obviously a long, long time. But your, your journey to Mount Pleasant, man, it's been a long one. And uh, yet, you know, I know you met your wife in Cheney. Yes, sir. Which makes it all that much better, you know. That's how I. That's how I actually hired Murph, because you know, his wife actually is an Eastern gal. So, Correct. but uh, go ahead and kind of let the people know uh, your path and in as many. We don't have too long here, but yes, sir. But, it's a uh, long path. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> path. But uh, um, kind of let us know where you've been uh, throughout your career. Well, from the genesis, uh, started at Sonoma State with uh, Tim Walsh, and then uh, from there went to Portland State and then where we played each other when we were at Portland State and Eastern Washington That's that right. we first met. Yeah. And then you and Tom Mason actually got me my first full time job at Eastern Washington <laughs> where I did meet my lovely bride. And uh-huh. Best recruit I've ever gotten. That is so. the best one. <laughs> Don't ever forget it either. There's no doubt. She reminds me <laughs> at least once a week. There you go. And then um so during my short stay at Eastern Washington and went to the other side of the universe to Holy Cross. Uh-huh. Uh, did that and then came back to San Jose and then did nine years at Colorado State. Yeah, so and at Colorado State where, where obviously we weren't there at the same time. No, sir. But uh, you were with, uh, for those years, an unbelievable successful years with Sonny Lubick and, and a bunch of other Montana guys. Yes, Mick Delaney and, I mean, just salt of the earth men. You know, just uh, good people, good times, and a coach that helped me not just as a coach but raised me more as a man and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and making sure you put the kids first. Right. And so can't say enough about that, Vent, those nine years. And um, How many bowl games in those nine years? Nine or eight? Oh, and seven. Seven of them? Seven of them. Yeah. So pretty successful, and it was the inaugural season in 99 of the Mountain West. That's that's right. That was the first. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So kind of united that at the time. President Yates kind of formed that. They had the uh, meeting in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> disbanded from the WAC. And, yeah. uh, those are all good times. And then 
went and did a year at uh, Nebraska Kearney, New Mexico State, where me and Murph were together. That's right. You and Murph were together there at yes, New sir. Mexico State. Yes, Down sir. in Las Cruces. Las Cruces, New so, Mexico. So what did you do? Did you go into Albuquerque? Is, or like, or not Albuquerque, but... Uh, Juarez. War, <laughs> no, not Juarez. What, what, where did we play the bowl game? Where was the Sun Bowl? El Paso. El That's Paso. not... Yeah, so you fly in El Paso. To get to Las Cruces, Correct, right? but when you fly in El Paso, you come out of the airport and you see Juarez. And go, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, yeah, that's right. And the first uh, athletic staff meeting is a two-hour meeting about not getting your student-athletes to go to, <laughs> to Juarez. Juarez. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, it's amazing when you watch film from that stadium and, you know, the, the special team films that are, you know, high and, yes, you know, drone and, and, all those and you're looking straight into Mexico. Yes, yes, <laughs> so. and it looks like something you haven't <laughs> yeah, seen before. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, so those were great years. And then from New Mexico, went to Ohio uh, and coached with Frank Solich and yeah. Jimmy Burrow. And uh, that was good for my middle son because him and Joe Burrow actually got to play three years together. And uh, they just were actually back in Athens last week. They think they're now um, – Trey's dad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but those were great years. And then went to KU, uh, Eastern Kentucky, uh, in the last two years at Tulsa, and now I'm reunited with the McElwain. <laughs> there you and, go. And I am so happy to see Karen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's amazing. I got to get that figured out because everybody that I know, they never ask how I'm doing. They always want to know how Karen's doing, which is rightfully so because she is the one that keeps it all together. Well, there's a secret. If we know if she's going good, <laughs> that, we got a chance exactly, for Max. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you, you've been doing this obviously a long time. Um, you know, it's been a uh, – short stint here so far but kind of as we've gone through spring ball tell us some of the things that that stand out kind of with your guys and and really the program itself you know as 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 you come in as a you know an outsider looking in now well um as an outsider you know you always pay attention when you, once you've been in the mac you understand what mac action is mm -hmm. so uh, later on in the season you're always seeing i got to see the uh, Western game. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sure. remember those days. Yeah. Um, but when I get here, so I coached here four different times. Never stayed in the hotel in Mount Pleasant. So now getting to know the area, getting to know the surrounding people. When I walked into the building, I was flabbergasted because the facilities here are better than Ohio. Yeah. And so what's been done here is just, I mean, and it's amazing when you see the recruits get here and they're, wide-eyed going oh my god you know and we were talking earlier when i got here i, I think in 12 to uh, ohio i believe central was the first one that had an in indoor mm -hmm. and so <laughs> they had everybody beat and now to not only have that but now to have this facility that services the kids so well and um going back to the group part of it it's been i'm excited you are where your feet are. And in this day, in this moment, I'm excited to see the room starting to grow. We're starting to see leaders emerge. You know, everything's not perfect, right? When you watch film, there's always something to <laughs> get better at. And um, we're not a finished product by any state, but the room's starting to grow. We're starting to come together um, with Coach Aikie's tool, as far as up front, 
it's been nice because we aligned properly. His thoughts are really similar to mine, and mine are similar to his. So we can finish each other's sentences. We're, and I hope that makes it more um, cohesive for the young man. Sure. So excited. How, how have they been as far as kind of welcoming you in? Really good. Really good. You know, and, you know, um, there's no errors. There's no who or I don't care where I've been. It's about where I'm at and what we're going to collectively do together. Uh, you know, we got two guys. I think Robbie's been here. They're about to put a statue out. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's going. He's going out by by Herb and Roy out here. Yeah, right. And yeah, and Quezzy's not too far behind. That's right. Right, and so those two guys, and then you know, it's always good to get their input. Input, and the younger guys are actually starting to learn from just the little simplistic deals because trying to always make them think fast and play fast and not make it algebra or geometry keep it simple math one plus one equals two and then if we move that way then we can move effectively and we make quick fast decisions and stay attacking yeah i think being aggressive that you know in in, in attack i think that's a great 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 way to put it so you know you get here you you've been in a lot of different places and and obviously different uh practice styles um Fill me in on your uh, introduction to kind of how we go about practice here. Well, for whether it's 12, 16, or 16 million, if you haven't been to a Coach Mac practice, let me just tell you right now, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this three generations, and I'm still trying to figure out where to go on when the horn blows. So <laughs> but, um, but there's some magic within it because it creates chaos. And within the chaos, you really see – who's a bottom feeder, who steps up, who will lead, right? Um, within it right now, you see where their baseline is, so you see where they've got to grow from. And then also it makes you flush. Flush the last play, get to the next play, and carry on. And that's how the game's really played. Yeah, you know, trying to make it as, as, as pertinent to what a game is uh, is really what it's all about and trying to increase, uh, you know, the amount of reps that yes. you get, you know, the, the two and three spot piece, right. you know, you, you constantly have guys going. I've, I've always gotten a kick out of like, okay, take a mental rep. Okay, great. Huh. Well, y y how do you see yourself on film? <laughs> it's like, okay, you're going to take a ball in the gym. Okay, and you're going to stand and stare at the hoop. You know, you, you get better by shooting the damn thing. Right? Spoken like a true quarterback <laughs> coach, right? There's never enough balls on the field. That's right. That's exactly. <laughs> well, good, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of the defensive staff room to, to come in here. We're, we're so happy that you're part of this program and, and with this family. Um, and I'm excited uh, that you're going to be part of this community as well. I appreciate you having me, and I have to say in uh, five and a half weeks I think I've been here, I mean, I haven't seen one frown face, whether it's in the building or, and what's remarkable is outside the building. I mean, uh, my wife's here with me, and every time I come home and she's smiling, it's not because anything I've done. You know, but she's out in the community. She's having a great time, and so uh, we're excited about being here, uh, being back with you, and it's a great staff, great team, and now we just look forward to getting better. You know, we got we still got some days to mend, and there's nothing like spring ball, so we got to make every day count. Yeah, I'll tell you what, there's something special about Mount Pleasant and, and the people here and in the areas. So, you know, I'm, 
I'm glad that you're able to be part of it. You know, it's been amazing to me, the guys that we brought here, and they're like, where the hell am I going, you know? And and once they get here, it's like, oh, now I get it. There's, there's a reason Coach Mack likes it here right. so much. So, right. well, thanks, Jess. Let's, uh, let's get them wrapped up. Let's keep them in the right gap, and uh, let's go rush that passer a little bit, huh? Yes, sir. All Thank right, you guys buddy. so much. All right, well, we just keep it rolling with uh, Jesse Williams. You know, Williams. I got to say, we were just talking here between <laughs> segments. and You know, I had to be talking about getting up at 5 in the morning every day and then, like, really proud of it, you know, going to the gym 5 <laughs> in the morning. I think it's great, you know, So, but there's got to be a reason. And then he was explaining the clientele, and I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> You know, I'd have to have a better reason to go to the gym. Than, well, you know, you, you called know, me out early, said I had, to, yeah. I had to set my alarm early. I'm like, no, 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 no. This was this was like sleeping in if yeah, I would have come I up you. for this. All but right. uh, I yeah, I, I bring down the age range when I go in there at 5 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Well, I guess you know, I get it. Okay. It's but, like when yeah. I come into this building. Right? No, <laughs> that's a good point. Unless we're good having, uh, unless we're talking the QBs coach, yeah. you know, like we did last week. But uh, this week. Defensive line and uh, Jesse Williams, boy, he's been everywhere, hasn't he? No, he's he's had a you know he's had a really good run and and you know he's had you know he, sometimes in this profession you kind of get caught between things. He had that long run with Sonny at at uh, Colorado State where they were so successful and one of the best coaches in college football history is is Sonny Lubick and what he did at Colorado State and. And then, you know, Sonny retires, you know, so now you're kind of catching on again. And, you know, a long stint with Coach Solich at, at Ohio, who, you know, let's, let's call it the way it is, another one of the greats, all-time greats in our profession. And, you know, then he retires. So, you know, it's one of those deals where, you know, at, at sometimes you, you get caught in those situations, and yet the one constant, every place he's been, the coach speaks so highly of him. And that that's a credit. That's a credit to Jesse and what he's been able to do. It would be kind of cool for him, a little reunion down at uh, Frank Solich Field. You guys play there November 15th. Yeah, no, absolutely right. And there's some of the guys still on that staff, you know, that, that uh, before he had left and, and taken the Kansas job, uh, there's a couple of those guys still there. And, and uh, no, that, that, that is neat. And, and what I do like, you know, and, and he hit on it, and it's so hard. In coaching, especially with families sometimes, um, you know, his son, because of that s stretch that he had at Ohio, he had sons that were able to go all the way through high school. They, they won a state championship. They, you know, they, it, a place to really call home for them. Um, and, you know, I kind of look back in mind, I, you know, I had a daughter that had moved multiple times as we were doing this, and yet she – she says it made her a better person. You know, she was able to go meet people and that kind of stuff helped her in her career. But at the same time, uh, there's something special about, you know, him being able to be at that at that spot. And just like the Colorado State, you know, his kids were tiny then. But, um, you know, them being able to kind of Fort Collins is pretty cool. There's two different spectrums, like you said. A lot of families, you get accustomed to growing up in one spot and you can build those relationships, but there's something to be said, too, about saying, hey, I've been here, here, and here, and kind of yeah. experienced different parts of the country. Yeah, I forget what it was. My my daughter, Lizzie, is, is uh, in fact, I, I can't remember whether we were in, it was just when we were leaving Fresno or, or the Raiders or something, but uh, put together something called Wamtakaya or something like that. And, and what the heck did it mean? Well, it was all the different states, you know, there starting you with Washington. 
that 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 she had been in and in because uh, people would ask her where are you from and you know at, at the age she was at it was like hmm it's an interesting question <laughs> <laughs> you know? where so, am i from yeah um but uh you know in 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 doing that i think what you do find out it really brings your family closer because when you go to a new place a lot of times at first you only have each other mm. and uh that's been pretty cool to see that with our kids. Very cool. And uh, obviously everybody on the staff has different stories, and uh, the families all make sacrifices to make sure that uh, they can be a part of what it's like being a coach uh, because you're moving, traveling all the time, whether you're with one team or you're bouncing around. It's a pretty hectic life. No, it, it, but it's great life. You, you get an opportunity to affect young men's life in a positive way, and and that's the reason we're in it. And, and uh, you know, I wouldn't – I wouldn't give it for anything. I mean, the people I've met along the way, and these guys will tell you the same thing about, you know, the the friends that they've made, different places that have become lifelong friends. And, uh, you know, it's it's amazing, you know, for Karen and I, just <laughs> all the different people that come from the different places up to watch a game here in Mount Pleasant and stay at the barn. And, and uh, that, that's something that puts a smile on our face. Everybody finds out about Mount Pleasant, and uh, you always, it seems like you always have new guests at the Coach Mac show on uh, Thursday nights or Monday nights when we get yeah. into the Mac calendar. Yeah, whenever uh, and from different every different stop, uh, mm. it's uh, now it makes it special. All right, so what's coming up? Spring ball. I know six down. What's yeah, next? Yeah, you know, just keep getting a little bit better, and that's kind of the. You know, that, that's kind of the mantra uh, with this team is, look, we just need to get a little bit better every day, all right? Let's take a different or, 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 or just a little step forward. And, and the big piece is, is teaching our guys, learning from what they did on film and then not continually making the same mistake. And that's kind of the consistency that we're looking for. I know it's early, but I'd love to ask you this question. Six practices in. Do you like this squad you got so far? No, I, you know, but I, you know, there there isn't many teams I don't, you know, and, and I mean this sincerely, you know, that there's no players out there trying to screw up, you mm -hmm. know, they're 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 trying, and and you know that's our responsibility, that's my responsibility, uh, ultimately to to get them just a little bit better, and and I'm seeing them do that, and uh, that's a good thing. The weather is starting to turn, and hopefully the rain stays away because I know you guys are trying to get out to the, yeah, to the turf. Well, it, it, we get uh, – there's some kind of break coming up in school. I don't it, like – Gentle Thursday, ge Friday, yeah, or whatever they're like calling it. Yep. Is that what it's called? I think so. Gentle? Gentle. I would have called it in college a time to go out and have a great time <laughs> is what right. I would have called it. But um, uh, So we're going to be able to get out in the afternoons, and, and so we'll get a little – you know, get the sunshine out there, and, and again – I think it's important we get outside as much as possible because we need to – there's certain things we need to do in all phases, uh, you know, that you just – you know, it's hard to get done uh, indoor. Uh, now, grateful for that indoor facility because uh, we're able to get a lot of work done, but uh, you can't replace getting outside. And certainly needed for the spring team, softball, lacrosse, baseball, all playing uh, home games. Golf. And, uh, that's right, golf as well, men's yeah. and women's. Great yeah. to see both programs now yeah. competing. It's fantastic. So, so uh, in fact, I was down in the weight room talking with Ryan the other day, and, and uh, Joe Well was working out the 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 grill the women's golf team, and, and uh, you know they're having a heck of a run here, and, and uh, it's it's cool to see.
Very, very cool to see. Uh, we'll continue to follow those. Uh, I, this is a crazy Final Four that we've oh, got here. Oh, wow. Has this been something else? Um, One question for you. Has anybody beaten UConn and uh, yeah. Coach Hurley? Uh, the way they're playing. You know, I thought it was interesting. And, and as a coach, you take pride in your conference, mm -hmm. you know, and, and – uh, as I take pride in, in the MAC and in what they were able to do last bowl season. Of course, we weren't in it, and uh, that's my fault. But, uh, you know, our, 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 our league really showed up, and I thought that was great. But uh, he had an interesting comment. I thought it was a pretty good shot, you know, a guy taking pride in his conference because they had a run there at the beginning of the season where I think they were 10-1, and one, you know, something. Mm -hmm. They had a heck of a run there at the beginning. And they went on a – uh, eight game stretch where they lost six when they got into league and he made the comment yeah that's why the big east is the best basketball league in the country he says we do great in these non-conference games <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was a pretty good i thought it was a pretty good shot and a, and a pretty good uh, thing for him as far as uh, talking about his league yeah no doubt about it and uh certainly that that big east competition that'll prepare you um I don't know if anybody had in their bracket FAU, San Diego State, maybe Miami, but uh, I, no. mean, I mean, the highest seed is a four. You know, it's interesting. I, I, you know, we, we obviously can't, you know, as a member of an NCAA institution, we can't put a bracket together or do anything like that. It's against uh, NCAA rules. But my daughter does one with uh, uh, the in-laws, you know, the, their family and, she called the other day and said, Dad, for the first time ever, I won the – and didn't even need the Final Four. And I said, what are you talking about? She said, well, I just went with the teams that I either knew somebody went to school there, uh, <laughs> I know somebody lives there, um, you know, all those type of things. You know, I like the colors, you know, whatever it is. And sure enough, she already won the family bracket. How does it always end up like that? Someone yeah. picks the, the colors they like or the <laughs> yeah. mascots, and they yeah. have the most accurate bracket. No, yeah, I just I, I, I just think it's great. And, and uh, one of the best times of the year, you know, you get the Final Four, and it's followed up by the Masters, and then, you know, it's spring, and, and uh, we're heading into summer. I just uh, – this is, this is a great time in sports. It was great. This podcast was great. We I get opening day of baseball coming up. You know, that's right. And right now the Tigers are undefeated, and I'm still thinking that that they're going to be 162 and all. You know, I got. I'm glad I'm, you brought them up. I'm, did you Did you see who they signed yesterday? Did you catch? Uh, you know this? what? I haven't. Tell me. They signed former Chippewa Zach McKinstry. They awesome. traded him from the Cubs, so the, he gets to come back and play. And uh, it's pretty cool. He, he's played for the Cubs and the Dodgers. But I can't remember if he's played at Comerica Park yet, but when he was at CMU, they always played a game at, at Comerica. Comerica, sure. So he's played there. So yeah. he's an indie guy, but uh, um, was was texting with him yesterday, and he said he's pumped to kind of come back to, to Michigan, almost like a second home for him. So how about that? No, I think it's, it's just even more reason to be a Tiger fan. That's right. That's right. All right, Coach. Well, hey, thanks so much for doing this again. And uh, – can't wait to see and, and hear what you have to say about this team as you continue to build them up through spring ball here next week. Looking forward to it. Are we doing this again? We are doing it again next Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Outstanding. Let's Coach Mack moved his schedule up today for me. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, because you're going to go call the game between the Chips and the Wolves, right? That's right. Awesome. Last time they played, uh, the, the Chippewas knocked them out of the NCAA tournament in 2021. So. Well, let's go get it done. All right. I like that. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.